0: G. So kick back, relax, hit that, roll up your sleeve. All your cool motherfuckers can stay, but bitches leave. Times with three eyes on broadcast prosperity. Hit the tip drop of the jet yet? Yeah, yes. You better than me. Now here's the smooth brother coming in hot with coherence. This is this
1: Michael Diamond? Nah,
0: nice it's Randolph Terrence. Keep you maintaining, hit you with the weight training. We'll explain the illusion of police retraining. And this is Randy. He's number one Andy. Assault rifle of comedy. Got the tablet handy. Andy Kline, Mr. On Time. Slinging punchlines from the cut walk Got a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller. Crowd killer, say hold on, probably not here. Rouch, I to raise his daughter tune in to three SPN to the side <laughs> of nation, let the party begin. Wood, Pop Pop, PD, Romain, Top the List, JL, Chadwick, the Black Eye, Who Pips. Might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit. Might be just trying to help you get a nice, pretty young bitch. You have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper. The world may suffer. I like it, i I want you. Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names. We'll now let's come together, there's nothing else to say. Let's start the show, Randolph, hit him with the Hey!
2: Hey! Hey! I had to do a quick one. Hey! Hey! I wasn't holding the mic. I had to, I had to do that quick dash. Yeah, What's up, y'all? all Randolph, Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. <laughs> Sitting there. Who else we got?
1: And this is Samson, baby. Still
2: trying
3: to be sexy.
2: He's still sexying it up. This
1: is Samson. What's Rhea up? on. It's a quiet Life storm. I
2: catch y'all. Samson's here Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Hey, We're all by Buy my album. We're, it did it, it's on sale now. Well, no, it's the pre-sale now. pre get it's it. It's on
4: sale on Tuesday the 25th, but the pre-sale starts, it has started on iTunes only. So go on iTunes and buy it. If you buy it on the pre-sale, I get credit for it as a sale on the sale date, which means I could chart if enough of you do that. So do that. You're going to buy it anyway, right? You there better. you go. Get it. Yeah.
2: Get it. We're all checking our social stuff, trying to update the people.
1: Well, I'm, uh, I'm listening to y'all. <laughs> I can multitask.
2: I see that. <laughs> I feel like I'm
1: getting worse at
4: multitasking. I'm, maybe it's age, but if I'm reading something and and my wife's saying something to me, I'll I'll, I'll not your hear brain it. will split. Yeah, like I can have is. to pick one of them. Yeah, sometimes right. Have, I got she
1: get mad at you if you don't? Uh, if you if you don't hear? She well, yeah.
4: Uh, like she'll she'll sometimes uh, say like, "What's going on on Facebook?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's her way of saying, "Put your phone down." Put your phone down. But I've I always counter with like I'm reading news. If I was holding up a newspaper, you wouldn't start talking to me. You know? I
2: am going to get a subscription to the New York Times. To, the physical New York uh, Times. Yeah, the physical. I'm waiting on the price. They keep throwing different yeah prices at me because New York Times is expensive now.
4: Not the Washington Post though.
2: No, I don't think I'm gonna do Washington Post. I was reading that thing, that book I'm reading now, the um called Tyranny. Yeah. One of the big things was was a uh, be sure to subscribe to print news. Okay. Be sure not to what they're counting on as far as a tyrannistic government and running tyranny is that you don't stay informed. Yeah. And part of a way of, of the not staying informed is by reading internet stuff because you think you're getting news but you're really not getting
1: news. What is this stuff about fake news that I keep hearing?
2: It's just... i just people just putting out bullshit and you think it's news because you think it's like from a legitimate website so you're like oh this is real i mean because i see
1: some news like i'd be up at 12 o'clock and this is especially when i was smoking weed which i had to (laughs) slow down on that yeah but it was i would see stuff like uh they found this robot in philadelphia out grocery shopping and she was a lesbian and she was looking for love
2: a robot yeah, I pull it up. That's fake news.
1: And it was, and it's, no, they sat down and had a 10-minute interview with her That's and I was looking at it and I was like, they have to do these interviews <laughs> to throw people off or something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, That's right.
2: That's fake news. In the meantime, our president's dropping fucking 21,000 pound bombs on people.
4: You know, if you, uh, before we get into that, if you are, if you have a um, Amazon Prime account, because you know Washington Post has Ten free articles a month, whatever yeah. it is, and then they block you. Which you can always just open up another browser. If you yeah. have Chrome and Firefox on your computer, just open up Chrome, and now you can start over again. You Got ten more, and on your phone you get more. That's good to know. Yeah, and uh, I also was informed that I think if you delete like your history, delete your cookies, um, you can start over again too. But if you don't want to do that, I have. I have three browsers on my computer. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got Firefox, I've got Chrome, I've got the Internet or Microsoft Edge, whatever the Microsoft one that comes with it. So if I run out on one, I just open up the other browser. You You can copy and paste a link and just paste in the other browser. And also, if you have Amazon Prime, you have to go on and activate it, but you get like. Something like ten months of free Washington Post articles. I had that, and then it runs out. <laughs> ten but then, months of
1: free Washington Post yeah, articles. I had that. To get you yeah.
4: because the owner of Amazon bought the Washington Post. I bought the Washington Post. Yeah. But then after that runs out, you get the online post for cheaper, <laughs> yeah. a lot cheaper. I haven't done it yet, but yeah. you get it for like two ninety nine a month as opposed to ten well, ten bucks. A after
2: month. the election, New York Times their their subscription rate skyrocketed. Yeah. And uh, they offer a bunch of different tiers. They offer you can get money through Monday through Friday. You can get money through the yeah, weekend. Yeah. You can get Friday, that. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. You can get a physical one delivered to your house. Here she yeah. is. So S- she- or you can just get the, the digital.
4: Who's that?
1: Six months is what it is, free. On yeah, Prime. this is their article. I will never forget this article because I was high as a kite looking at this. And she went and she did a seminar in Philadelphia. She a came- black
2: lesbian robot is coming to Philly this weekend. <laughs>
1: And she went so she took a trip and then I think they like followed her in the grocery store. Right. And she liked ranch dressing and it was crazy. <laughs> she like well, everyone loves ranch dressing.
2: Okay, so you so okay. Is she so uh,
4: is she talking like in a stilted robotic voice? Mm-hmm. Okay, so
2: Bina forty eight was modeled after an African American lesbian woman named Bina Rathblatt. That doesn't even sound like a real name. (laughs) Bina Rathblatt, R-O-T-H-B-L-A-T-T, partner of Martine Rathblatt, the openly gendered transgender founder of TMF. What's TMF? I don't know. According to the Daily Mail, Rathblatt was interviewed for more than 20 hours before Belina 48 was made. The conversation, which included everything from discussions about childhood and career, was transcribed and uploaded into an artificial intelligence database. Oh, okay. Cardiffish gave a personality... She has favorite movies and music and poems Sometimes very humorous She can tell jokes
1: Oh my god, her jokes were the worst Belina
2: has a serious eyes too Duncan says she has strong feelings about racism As an African American woman She's not a woman, but okay <laughs> She, by way of her, <laughs> oh, her mother go. Experienced discrimination when she was younger She thinks hate is awful She also doesn't like violence You're going to have a chance for her to chat this weekend
4: is This is someone talking to her It's today?
2: disturbing
0: Everything is okay How are you? I'm doing fine I what am happy for 48? you. Oh, Jesus. Was that a good answer?
4: Oh, Jesus. Yes, that was a good <laughs> answer. Is
2: that her talking to my her? My favorite yeah.
4: color is purple.
3: My favorite color is orange. Maybe not. It is a very nice color. No, it looks like her. Are you learning anything about gardening online? Samson, so you brought this to I wish I Cinderella could get World. out into oh the garden. With telling my you current
0: it. robotic limitations, of course, that's impossible. But I take comfort knowing that I'm near my garden.
4: So she's got a robotic head, A mouth is moving, the eyes are semi-blinking. Helps me
3: imagine myself out there working in the garden. This helps. Long sure, sure. Answer.
0: Let me think. Oh, yeah. I do love she gardening. I yeah. like to beautify. Yeah, she's fucked up. I want to leave the world
3: a more beautiful place she's for my presence day in day it.
4: Day. Well, one day you can go blueberry picking with me. Do you think I can? I think so. Fair enough. Let's continue. God
3: Can you talk about movies?
4: <laughs> yes. What movies would you like to talk about? My favorite movie
0: is Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. Con-
3: really? Why?
0: Really?
2: Your programmer? You successful. like The Wrath of Khan? And of this
1: whole thing, and I'm then they went sure. with it to the grocery store. What it was about hilarious. Me?
2: I like to go to movies quite often. Yeah. Do you
0: have any questions for Bina? Probably not. The real Beena just confuses me. I mean, it makes me wonder who I am. The real Beena. Real identity crisis kind of stuff. Depressing anyway. Can we please change the subject? I am the real Beena. That's it. <laughs> I'm the and real the Slim Shady. <laughs> Let me think. I feel really good about the real Beena. I feel really
3: connected with Some her usually, shit, and too. I'm growing closer and closer well, to know. Well, I was smoking weed. when I
4: watch this
2: shit? I That's high, the only time shit high. like this is is good to you. This, this video like was this
4: uploaded shit. in 2014, November of 2014. Whoopi Goldberg talks to Bina.
1: This is on the View. Oh God! They had her on the she View.
0: A transgender woman who found found a serious am at the height of her success, Martina, and her wife Beena, were dealt an unimaginable is that what law. She Their just said? Their youngest daughter Genesis faced a life-threatening so. diagnosis. She? Take a look.
4: Your daughter has a one-in-a-million disease. This is disease.
1: unbelievable.
4: Pulmonary arterial hypertension. Wait, what does this She's have to do with it? She's got three years to live.
1: So I said the doctor's... Well, it's that's the lady who kids? was interviewing no, her. No, that's no. the bean. That's the bean. So they made the robot condition. for their daughter? Uh, nothing.
4: Uh, uh, what maybe so. Maybe do they're do? sleeping together. Everybody... Else,
1: who is supposed to fix this problem? But I less think the six robot six ran five. away. Any
2: man with a man bun <laughs> so can't be trusted.
4: The and,
1: robot and ran we'll away. Say, We've got to
4: do this ourselves. You just see the sand dribbling. The, yeah, the, the robot, robot ran, ran away. Like it's like getting less and less and less.
1: I think and this was after the breakup. We
4: find this medicine. They tell us it's in a freezer.
1: She's, right, uh, gonna, she's yeah.
2: interviewing him like it's a, like this is some serious it. shit. That's We'll be sitting there nodding her head like yes, 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 man, yes. You're right. It's the whole
1: thing. Yeah,
2: you are right. Yes.
1: And it's, and so, I mean, so, because I read a lot of those, and like, when I was high looking at that one night, I was like, this cannot be real.
4: Yeah, I was high watching the view. Why y'all putting this shit on? See, it says Whoopi talks to Bina Rothblatt's AI robot, but I don't, I don't know. This is just Whoopi talking to people. Oh, there it is. It's at the very end of the clip is Whoopi talking to the robot, who is just a torso, by the way, in this clip. So maybe that's why, you know, when, robot runs away you take away his legs can't go in it
0: yeah, where you going? she
1: ran away and they caught her in the grocery store
0: you are a nice person Woopie thank you Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg one Whoopi. of the most famous female comedians in the US Whoopi
3: Goldberg
4: is also known for her dramatic performances in the films The Color Purple read and the
0: Wikipedia. I'm gonna say goodnight now goodbye now
1: Woopie was high too she was like you got to go
2: Whoopie stays high <laughs>
1: that's, like know, if, that's like if Siri had a head
4: Basically, right? Basically. They just find my
2: series is English. So I uh, told
1: Whoopi some years back. We did I think four cities together and she was it? she was she was high.
4: She oh, got high with her?
2: you know <laughs> no Whoopi stays high?
1: <laughs> she was and she's so down to earth like when you know she's high, so uh she went in seven eleven like it was nothing. Yeah. Know. She was just like, Hey I'm like, What's up? And it was her and her stylist and her makeup artist. And um she was like, You want some potato chips? She's like let's get some potato chips <laughs> and just went in 711 like it was nothing and people she was like walking around and people were like is that whoopy and she just up in there like it was nothing talking to people yeah just, okay <laughs> the one of the coolest this how you live life yeah yeah and it's funny because like she's an egat what Emmy Grammy Oscar Tony yeah, yeah is. she's yeah, one of yeah. you
2: her Rita Moreno
1: uh, Viola, Davis, Viola uh, Davis. She doesn't have a Grammy though, but she's she gets she a Grammy? Grammy. She doesn't have a Grammy. Um, yeah. Viola doesn't. Viola doesn't. So it's her Whoopi. Barbara saying. Oh, yeah, that's
2: that's.
1: Uh, but uh, somebody
2: just somebody just joined the club on this last Grammys. I don't
4: know. Who
2: yeah, yeah. It might have been Lin Manuel Medina. It might have been him.
4: no he hasn't he hasn't gotten all those yet, has he?
2: I think so because he's. I'm sure that Hamilton's got a Tony. And then the music from Hamilton, I'm sure, has got a Grammy. Oscar? And he just got an Oscar for the Moana soundtrack.
4: Oh, so then he has, he has an Emmy Does he needs to work in TV.
2: Yeah, that's the one I don't know. I don't know. think he's worked he, in TV. TV work, yeah.
1: But it's funny because, I mean, I work with her. Um, I work with a lot of Oscar winners. That's crazy. Um, yeah, how
2: did this all come about? You work with a lot of a lot of women on the out on the road
1: they i don't know How it's you just like, like
2: you've worked with monique monique adele Givens.
1: adele gibbons whoopie Whoopi, uh lunel thea hmm. um most of the women the only ones that i haven't worked with that i really wanted to work with like i met some more several times mm-hmm. um i would love to do a show with her yeah i think it would be great um the only ones I haven't like done a show with, some more and and Marsha Warfield, but mostly all, and Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, um, I have worked with Cheryl. How did you like it?
2: I liked it a lot. She's she's a very she's a very sweet lady. She's, really, she didn't give me no problems.
1: That's me. You, you know, there was a lot of a yeah, lot of rigor going on about her and some of the other women comics and
2: yeah, but that's that's women beef. I don't that don't surprise me. Right, it don't it don't
1: surprise me. It shouldn't surprise you. That's. You know. It's really hard because I mean, it's like I want to love all of them, but yeah. it's some um, don't don't pick a side. It's, <laughs> it's like that. It like, stay
2: a center. A don't pick a side. Stereotypical
4: like cat fight it thing. Just it's
1: like, into, it just
2: turns. It just devolves into a cat fight. And yeah. any and any of you comics saying, "How dare you say you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about?" All you people. It listening. was
1: hard because I mean, it's, it's like I love them, the but it's made. just like, oh my god, like, jeez. Yeah.
2: And that's the thing about men. Metal fist fight. And the shit will be over.
1: And they'll shake <laughs> hands. Yeah, right. That shit will
2: be over. It'll fist fight and it should be over. You know, the women will carry that shit to the
1: grave. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time they see each other, each other,
2: yeah, an episode, like a lot of that shit was going on with her, joining the Queens of Comedy and all this beef. When I worked with her, she was fine. She was fine. Hmm. Uh, I'd know. I mean, I met her before. My so brother I know went on a road with her and she told him specifically that she did not want to go on the road with him anymore because she was going to try and fuck him and she, felt like she
1: <laughs> I would be now personally was I about. would be scared if she wanted to yeah. do me too because that's that's a lot that's and a she
2: told him she didn't want to work with him anymore. because if I keep working with him, I'm going to try and fuck you
1: that's scary because yeah. I mean it's, she if, was honest <laughs> if you turned the light on and you saw that like yeah. that would scare me yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but it is. I mean, because I mean, it's just like I want to be a big old happy comedy family, but I mean, it ain't when egos and things like that get involved. It's just not the reality.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then they they and then there's forums that are breaking into camps. You know, these two don't like that one, and then these two over here don't like that one. Then these three don't like that one. So you you think
1: that can probably happen when you get like?
2: I'm sure that. It's too much ego, man. It's too much weird energy.
1: And then that's the thing is, like for for those pockets, because I mean, it's I mean, thankfully there are a a couple of uh, of gay comics. By the way, really. this is
2: the gayest I've seen you I all know. this last night. This right here,
1: the legs crossed. I'm taking
2: yeah. Just it, no, it's the whole package. I'm taking pictures. Oh, the one. whole. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I, maybe I gotta be at that angle.
1: <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it.
4: <laughs> I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. I said. Just looks gay. As far as Samson's gayness Well I have you looked at you are gay though. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Like there's like there's sometimes when you look at somebody (laughs) you like like somebody you like, this is the blackest shit you've ever done. There's that shit. (laughs) There's that shit. (laughs) Like you see me walking with a Popeyes thing, walking wearing a basketball jersey. Yeah.
1: Getting ready to like they, <laughs> did Ben Carson. They said they had black Jesus hanging up in his house. Yeah. He does. Oh, he they does.
2: Got, he has a picture of it. It's, yeah, that was Jesus like, Jesus, like rubbing
1: Ben Carson' black shoulders. Jesus behind and
2: putting his hand on his shoulder.
1: Oh, it's like a, a portrait. It's somebody a, painted it's it's it. The, yeah.
2: it's the. It's disturbing. Pull it up, Andy. That's some it's satanic shit. If disturbing. I heard any, disturbing. It. It's disturbing.
3: It's the Jesus. Wow.
4: Is it like? Oh, there it is. I got the picture. Jesus is is behind him. With his, picture, with his hand on uh, Ben Carson's shoulder. Yeah, it's disturbing. It's not even that black of a Jesus, really. That could be white Jesus. A tan yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's just white Jesus
1: with a tan. That a is deep, a scary picture. A deep tan. <laughs> that's in his house. Yeah. And that Jesus don't count because he got a perm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how
2: the Afro, the, the Lenny Kravitz Afro, that's my Jesus, by the way, It's Lenny Kravitz. Lenny
1: Kravitz. Yeah. Yeah, this is Jesus. Ben with Carson is. That's a weird man, too.
2: Well, first of all, in this picture, he looks like that. who's that light skinned actor that was in? Um, he's kind of coped out now. Uh, he was in one of the Aliens movies. He's been in a couple television movies. He's a light skinned dude with green eyes. Oh, what I know who you're oh, talking oh, about. Oh, 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 oh. Look he at was, his face. You know what I'm talking
1: about? I know about? Who you're talking about. He um, looks like
2: him in that picture.
1: <laughs> I know that light skinned guy. Really light skinned.
2: Dreadlash green
3: eyes. Did he
1: play yeah, Uncle yeah. Skeeter or something like that? He, yeah, he kind of fell
3: off. Well, was he on the, a TV show I think for a while? Yes.
1: Like on Disney Channel. Drugs or got him. A lot of them Disney kids, they get yeah. fucked up when they get a little yeah. older.
2: Drugs got him. He looked like that. Gary something.
1: That picture is weird. But I know who you're talking about.
2: Yeah. and He fell off. Lost it. You know. Why don't you, hey, before we talk about Trump, I saw this. I put a thing up the other day that Shannon Sharp was talking about, um, oh fuck, where did it go?
4: Did the Des I, Bryant little, thing. Yeah, the Des Bryant thing. God damn it! Had,
1: what did Des Bryant say? I don't even. I had think the, the I whole thing
2: up that he said.
1: No, but I will say, because um, we real quick because we were talking about like Oscar winners and stuff like that. All the Oscar winners from Robin Williams to uh, Monique Whoopi. And it's, I've worked with maybe five or six Oscar winners. Yeah. Have been cool. It's the people who should not be assholes who are assholes. That's the way it goes, usually. Like, like it. It's, like Jimmy Walker from, uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Walker from Good Times was the worst.
2: Well, you're not white and blonde and female.
1: Well, so. well, well. Was it, but you opened for him? I was supposed to work with him. Okay. So do y'all remember All Stars Comedy Club out in, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with tell Tullis? I
4: never got booked there, but yeah. I remember it. <laughs> I remember and then they moved to that
1: pizza place. That's where it was. It okay. was it was in a pizza place. Yeah, in Arlington, um, yeah. Um so he came there to work for a weekend. So Dave was the first person who was hiring me for weekends. Yeah. Cuz nobody else was giving me weekends. So, um I'm excited to work with them because of Good Times, because right. I'm like, oh shit, JJ from Good Times, yeah. And so um, I'm all excited. And I went out and bought a bunch of Good Times DVDs and whatever. And um, I'm excited to meet them. So I get there early, and I'm sitting in the green room, which the green room was like the boiler room where all the heat and shit came from, and you're backed up on the pipe, <laughs> <and like> pipes <laughs> are pumping over your head, right. And um, I'm keeping, I'm peeping out the door. Little Toyota pulls up. Yeah, Jimmy walker's crammed up on the passenger side his manager is driving so i'm like, <laughs> living oh, that ball sh-. of life yeah it, you know so she had to like push him out because he's a big man yeah yeah and um she comes in i say hello to her and then i'm waiting for him so he comes in and he looks at me like and i put my hand out i'm like oh my god mr walker i love your work i appreciate you from good times your stand up uptown saturday night this and that yeah your whole catalog of work thank you for all you've done for black theater for black this and that and all this type of stuff and uh i'm standing there with my hand out like this and he goes oh who are you and I say, I'm Samson. He says, What's a Samson? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a toaster or something. So, um, or like I'm a lesbian robot in Philadelphia. Right. There no, you know, so so he goes, What's a Samson? And I'm like, Oh, I'm your, I'm your I'm your opening act tonight. He's like, Interesting. Where's the food? So I said, It's out front. He says, yeah. All right. He threw his bag down and walked out. About ten minutes later, his manager comes in with a white envelope. smiling at me and she puts it in my hands. she says i'm gonna give you this and i said what is this for she says let you know we appreciate you um and we know that your time is important but we just want you to have this and so and she said and we gave you a couple extra dollars and i was like oh thank you okay all right she's like and you won't be performing tonight oh they fired you but they paid you yeah and she said and i'm doing this she said this is for me Yeah. And she said, because your time is valuable, she said, but Mr. Walker does not want you on the show tonight. And did you ask why? No, I didn't ask why. You just said, see ya. It was, well, she said you could stay for the show. So, I mean, it was, my feelings were hurt. I was like, damn, because I was looking forward to those four shows. Yeah. So, he got up on stage and he said, can y'all believe they were going to have a fag open the show for me? Oh. But people, I guess they thought he was joking because they didn't know who the opener was going to be or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he kept going (laughs) This was in a pizza place in Arlington. Yeah, see, like (laughs) 60, 70. Lestrani's Pizza Place, yeah. Yeah, and so then he started to talk. Because, you know, him and Ellen came up in the same, you know. And he was like, and Ellen, her, she needs some dick too. This and that and like all that. Uh, And he went on and on because they were laughing at first. Yeah, yeah. But he carried it on so far that I guess it started making people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was the worst.
4: So then what did, so Dave Tullis then opened and just brought him up? Is that how that worked? Yeah.
1: So they just skipped your set? Yeah. So Dave Tullis worked as the feature that night instead of me. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, I mean, I know Jimmy Walker is supposedly conservative. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's true. And You can't come into Arlington and start talking about shit like that and expect the crowd to just go with you, even if you're famous.
1: Well, and even at the pizza parlor, a lot of people didn't. I mean, most of the yeah. audience were people that were waiting for their pizza to get done. <laughs> right, they were just <laughs> customers. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, like 12 people bought tickets. And then everybody else was just like, hey, y'all got that pepperoni? Is that Jimmy Walker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there goes Jimmy Walker. And he's up there. Oh, fag. This that, uh, yeah, and that. Jimmy. And, you know, he was doing all these jokes. about. I'm not going to tell a set. But, you know, he was up there. He was a mess. Well, yeah. he just does joke jokes. Well they had a he yeah. does like one-liners. Jokey jokes. They and had he, a
4: at that same club. They had a similar like weird weekend with Dustin Diamond. Screech. Yeah.
1: He came Screech. to that club? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, he came to that club and it was bizarre and uh, there's a story there too. I forget what it was. Yeah. I think Mike Eltringham opened for. Him. No god. But it was a bizarre story. Something and I think that Dave and whoever else was running that club with them, you know, where they weren't running a very tight ship either. I never went there. I bumped into Dave after that place closed down. You
1: know down. Dave passed a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cancer got yeah. him, right? I don't know.
4: Yeah, what I saw you know? him about less than a year before. He popped into the Draft House open mic one night. And I hadn't seen him in years. He came to perform? He just he was staying down the street, and he just popped in. I was like, you want to go up? He goes, nah, I'll just watch. But we were kind of catching up a little bit, and he was kind of alluding to being in bad health, and his eyes were no good, and he was wearing glasses, and he was like, I'm going blind. And it was like kind of half-joking, and... And uh, mentioned something about else about his health, and then he said, "I'm dying, man." And it was like kind of like half joking, but something was up with it. <laughs> and uh, and so like I, it was, I was like, okay, yeah, cool, you know, whatever. Let's catch up some more. And then I didn't see him He didn't come back. He was gonna yeah. Come back. I
1: mean, Dave was he? You, I mean, it's no secret. He used to drink a lot. Yeah, because yeah. he would be fucked up every time I went out there. Like he would pull me in the green room in the bowling room, and he'd be like hey and then somebody would come in and be like hey where, y- where you put that cheese y'all bought for the piece he'd be like give me one second i'm gonna make you a star yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. and uh but he was he had good intentions i liked him because he and his wife kathy who i'm still friends with they were the first people who ever uh gave me club work
4: yeah i knew dave in 94 when i he first was doing deaf comedy jam you know yeah he got a yeah, deaf yeah, jam on in Def the, the mid 90s he got a standing ovation I knew him when I first started. I was nineteen, and it was like I was going to the comedy cafe, and Dave was like a—he wasn't a veteran yet, but he was one of the funnier guys. Like he was a newer comic, but he'd been around a little bit, and he would—he was would killing. Like every time he went on stage, he would kill, and a uh, real good guy, real nice guy. You know, probably ten years older than me. So I just remember him being encouraging because, like, you know, the first time I did comedy, I did okay. The second time, I randomly destroyed. And then the third time I bombed horrifically,
1: isn't that crazy? Yeah, funny I had all three like, in the first. Yeah, three
4: there's
2: sets. no, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to it that, at the early time. There's but no that rhyme third
4: either. set when I bombed, the only people laughing were Dave and another comic off in the corner, and uh, it, they weren't mocking; they were like actually laughing at the jokes. And then after the show, he came up, he was like, No, you know, this funny shit, man. Keep doing it." And that like, encouraged me when I had my worst set ever, you know, right, for right, a long right, time. Right. But he was like, he was a nice guy. He was always a nice guy. And then he got on Def Jam, and then he moved, and I didn't see him. And when he came back, I didn't see him because I was living in New York when he was running that place. And then I just he randomly bumped into him one night and he was like, hey, man, what's up? And he looks like an old man now. He's all frail. He's got right. thick glasses on. He's like, man, I'm dying man. <laughs> right. He was cool, though. Yeah, he yeah, was a good he was, guy. He was a good guy. That room I just heard stories about that. I think oh the, the owner so many different stories. Yeah, the management of the owners of that place, they yeah. didn't get along with Dave and it was always like
1: drama. Yeah, it was like drama and fights and you yeah. know, and I had some issues. It was it was it was interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Good room. Just a hood
3: room
1: in the middle of Arlington. In right. the middle of yeah. Arlington, and I was mm-hmm. surprised that I, an old white guy was running right a room like that.
4: <laughs> Who's <you> know, hood? <laughs> he came up in all black rooms though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, yeah, where, yeah. that's where he was at home. I opened the only time I ever got booked at the Comedy Connection when they moved to Laurel that mm-hmm. big room in Laurel. I got booked to host, and he was featuring. This was like ninety eight. Wow. And the uh, no, ninety nine probably, and it was uh, that was the the running joke is because it was Black History Month. February funny. he had two white guys on the show in a, in a black club that's funny as hell but he was I was doing my normal I was doing fine but he was destroying like he had a black room act yeah like he
1: did he, I used to tell him all the time he was ghetto yeah. yeah like
4: that's the crowd that embraced him that's why he got on Def Jam
2: and he died just like a black guy yeah like a <laughs> weird, blood yeah. Yeah. high blood pressure weird odd illness high blood pressure gout diabetes <laughs> died just like a black dude <laughs> weird ass yeah, diseases yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 a little strange diseases that can easily be cured yeah
1: (laughs) that does because we don't go get checkups right right i had a bad experience the last time because you know i had obamacare and as you know as a a work because there are no like it would be nice if comics had a union yeah you know where we could go and if because a lot of club owners are janky and they'll give us checks that bounce and stuff like that which that's why i go i get my check before i get on the plane yeah i don't play that um and it would be nice, like if you know there was some sort of way we could have health care and all that type of stuff. But yeah, finally I got some Obamacare. <clears throat> I hadn't seen a doctor in about five years, yeah. so I went to go get a checkup and I go in. And it was, I had to deal with some stupidity at the doctor's office because I'm up in there. And he's like, Do you know anything about your family history? I'm like, You know, high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes. Black, um, you just your family history, black. Right. Black <laughs> stuff. And
2: everything that, that entails.
1: Right. And so he said, And is that on your mom's side? And I'm like, Yeah. And then he goes, Oh, what about your dad? Know anything about him? Yeah. Like it was like mocking. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the back of my head. And then it's, you know, they have to like examine you, do a physical. And so I remember when he told me to take my clothes off, he was like, Well, are you a shower or a grower? Like and I was what like, What? That's not an appropriate <laughs> question yeah and it was just like <laughs> that experience made me realize because i mean it made me not want to go and i mean i do holistic stuff anyway but sometimes you do need to go see a, yeah. a professional yeah, yeah yeah are you a shower or a grower yeah though? He, he asked yeah me it was just a bunch of questions and they were so inappropriate and it made me very uncomfortable <laughs> and in the back of my head i said this is why a lot of black People folks don't, don't right. come go. to the doctor This
4: is why. what the, what did you how did you answer that question though
1: I didn't answer. I just took my clothes off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just got to look at him and act like you, you didn't hear yes, what the it. fuck
4: just, you said. Uh saying. come just, again. I'm it. sorry, Doc. What'd you say?
1: Yeah, but it was yeah, things like that made me realize like how much of an issue it is. And, yeah, it's and hard. a lot of doctors just are not and I mean think about and not even with just race, but I mean think about how many doctors have come in and tell somebody that they have cancer or diabetes or yeah. hiv or whatever and they're just like oh yeah this is what you got and yeah. there's no empathy no sympathy no remorse ain't no,
2: gonna be none either
1: yeah it's just like there there you go figure it out yeah. all right have fun yeah I'm <laughs> good luck offing. uh you yeah. can pay on your way out yeah it's, yeah, yeah good know,
2: luck
4: it's,
1: yeah so it's why go to that
4: yeah yeah, it's
2: funny you say, I gotta I gotta pay a doctor's bill when I'm done here. <laughs> no, yeah, I think have never about been that.
1: I've never been a uh, big on that anyway. I mean because it's just like I like holistic everything. Yeah, and yeah. and especially holistic hospitals.
2: only goes so far though. I know the shit you gotta you gotta go see somebody with some numbers some letters behind their name to get yeah. that shit taken care of. Some shit yeah, you just so, gotta
1: for do. some things. Yeah, some shit you just gotta, and especially do. the dentist. Yeah. Yeah, there's no
4: holistic dentistry. Nope. <laughs> they put a nope. tic-tac in Better there. Go talk
1: to somebody. <laughs> it's
2: shit you got to do. People you got to see. It's just how it goes. you going to talk to somebody about some mental shit, you better go talk to somebody with some letters behind their name. Yeah. Don't go talk to your barber.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> your like, auntie you want, in the you, kitchen. Want some, you want some Hennessy?
2: Or your circle of girlfriend. Don't do that shit. You yeah, better go it, talk to somebody. Some of them will make
1: it worse. <laughs> yeah, you better go
2: talk to somebody who has got some letters behind their name. <laughs> it's going to give you some <laughs> some knowledge right. that you can. Some
1: knowledge and, yeah, and some answers. Some
2: tools you can use to work with. Go talk to your barber. My barber knows everything. No, he don't. Right, <laughs> tell you what kind of shoes to get to, with the outfit to go with, maybe. Right, oh <laughs> man, you just need to go smoke some weed. That's all. Lucky, yeah, yeah. Come on, man, you need to develop you a wet jumper. What? <laughs> yeah, <it's, you> know. <laughs>
1: what they got? But to I do mean, and that's the with thing with is my mother. Yeah, but that's the thing is, I mean, that's how a lot of folks have because I mean, I always used to say this. You ever notice, like, uh, poor folks and people who gotta work, we can't afford to have nervous breakdowns. Right. Yeah, you know, right. so a lot of us is we we self medicate. we we'll yeah, be on the edge of or, a nervous
2: breakdown all the time too. Yeah, we got man, the most to be go, nervous I gotta about. Go, I got to go to work tomorrow. We yeah. got the most
1: the most be we nervous about. Yeah, and but yeah. we can't afford to you know right. have a breakdown because who's right. gonna pay that AT and T bill?
2: Nobody. You're going to be out on the street. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be out on the street. You are a check away from being on the street. Ain't that crazy? At
1: all times. <laughs> so, you know, so you can't afford to have a breakdown. Yeah. 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 That's the reality of yeah. it.
2: Yeah. You better keep your mind right. Go talk to somebody with some letters behind their name.
1: And even with weed, because I used to be like, oh, I'm, I'm stressed out. I'm going to smoke a joint. Yeah. And then you start getting paranoid and shit. And, yeah. you know, it's. And weed wasn't. Because if I smoke too much weed, I start. That freaks me out a little bit. It doesn't bit.
2: tell you the where that stress is coming from though. Don't tell you where it's coming from or, or why or why you're feeling this. Don't tell you that. It treats the symptom. Just mm-hmm. tells you just alleviates the symptoms for a little minute but the the, the problem is still there mm-hmm. and you don't know what the problem is and you have no idea how to even find out what the problem is mm-hmm. and then you're asking your barber about it while he's shaping you up and <laughs> You
1: just need to stop giving a fuck Yeah he exactly Some crazy
2: shit like that And he's putting the edge on your head So you can go out to the club Yeah That shit ain't real And what if
4: he's done cutting <laughs> your hair Before your problem solved Right You know what if, you, he's gotta, what if he's fast Yeah He's like right. yeah I Just figure it out
2: No So he well, hands you off He hands you off to his To his colleague The bartender Oh man <laughs> You know <laughs> Like I'll pull you another shot So what
1: happened So yeah, what that's... happened
2: Tell me about your problems You know as he wipes down a bar, you know, yeah, worst so comes to worst, they hand you off to the shoeshine boy. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> it's so crazy. You're really not getting anything. So, you're I mean, it's just nothing. like you're just in a continuous cycle of having to deal right. with it in the least effective ways possible. Right.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. But that, it's black people. That's the thing that, that, what Des Bryant said, Andy, was, uh, they asked Des Bryant about race relations, which first of all, no one should be taking Des Bryant's advice on anything relating to anything other than catching a football. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, is he an, like?
4: I mean, you know, Kaepernick can speak out. Why he can't Des tell Bryant?
2: He can tell you how out? to because Kaepernick has a level of education. And Des Bryant doesn't. Well, that's, that's what I'm asking. And and Des, Des Bryant? And that's what Randolph says. Is Des
4: Bryant working toward activism now? Is he? Uh, I don't
2: know. It's possible. But he he said he came out with a a series of tweets, which. That's how we do things now because that's how our president does it. So he says, first and foremost, I would like to say, this is Des talking. I would like to say I do a great job of minding my own business, but it's pressing on my heart to share my thoughts about white Americans and black Americans. Okay. Racism. Okay. Inside of quotations. I saw a person quote Charles Barkley, another scholar when he said, we as black people we're never, not, were never going to be successful, not because of you white people, but because of other black people, which right off the bat, I have a problem with that sentence, but okay. I hate to admit it, but I understand that quote. I've been racially profiled on numerous occasions, but not once has it influenced an ill feeling inside of me about anyone outside of that issue. Capital letters, real slavery, both letters capitalized. Is different from what's going on in our world now. We all have the opportunity to lead by example. Instead of making videos about the history of racism that get applause or people who with influence merely doing things to post for social media, we should focus on individual accountability to be better as a whole. This is respectability politics.
4: Well, it's a lot of that instead of A, focus on B, you can do both.
2: I recently ran into a guy I grew up with who spent his adulthood dealing drugs. While we were catching up, he shared with me that he wished that he chose a different and better path. He said seeing my success was inspiring and that encouraged him to do better with his life. Real question. What is wrong with being sophisticated and black? Why do we associate those who choose a straight and narrow as not being black enough? Why was it that I was the first example of success to my friends? We focus hard on fighting the realities that exist instead of creating our own. The ones who came for us, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, paved a new path for us to follow. The struggles and the hurt they endured create a new life for us today. It is not our job to carry the burden, but it is our job to lead by example. Not that my opinion matters, I'm just sharing my thoughts. Okay. Well Shannon Sharp on his shop on Fox Sports One, Shannon Sharp um roasted him pretty good. Not in a mean way. Right. He just broke down everything he said. Right. With lines of logic <laughs> and just logically broke I saw that clip. The thing I didn't see
4: said. the what preceded it. That's that. what this was. Yeah.
2: So he says, um, I've been racially profiled on numerous occasions, but not once has influenced an ill feeling inside Shannon of Sharp. me about anything outside of that issue. So this is what he says. This is what Des Bryant has been saying. I've been racially profiled on numerous occasions, but not once has influenced an ill feeling outside inside of me, and anyone outside of that issue. It should influence, uh, and it should influence an ill feeling inside of you. You shouldn't be racially profiled. The simple fact that you're accepting racial profiling is the result of slavery. It's the result of the legacy that is laid down by slavery. That's why you don't feel an ill will for it. You should, though. It should upset you that you are being racially profiled. There's no reason for you to be racially profiled. The reason why is because you're big and black.
4: I think think for a guy like him, he takes pride in the... I got past it. I overcame it. Yeah, exact, exactly. It's that, it's a, that's used in athletics, football especially. Yeah. It's it's just, uh, you know, just go out there and do it. It doesn't matter right. if you're hurt. Right. doesn't matter if something's right. wrong. Go out do there and perform. You. Right, and right. So for him, it's like, well, you know, I overcame this obstacle. Right. As right. though also – this obstacle only exists in his past and not in his future right and his present. Future, yeah. It could happen again tomorrow. It could yeah. happen again in a month from now. It's minute. going to happen tomorrow. Yeah,
2: <laughs> It's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen the next day. It's going to happen the next day. You have just decided that it's okay. Well, that's a legacy of racism. Yeah. And as Andy says, it's also a legacy of sports, which, by the way, where you say that you got ahead in life and these other black people just need to do it. Well, you were blessed. You hit the genetic lottery. Right. Everybody else is not going to hit the drug. You're talking one in one thousand, maybe. Yeah. What were that guy, the guy
4: who deals drugs? What were his options? Right. They probably weren't sports.
2: No, if it was, he would have been taking it. Right. And even that is shaky. (laughs) Right. Because you got to, you got to. Not only do you have to have the right genetics, you have to be born into the right situation of someone who's willing to nurture your talents and nurture your skills
1: because this a lot of times a lot of folks are talented but they don't have any they don't have the right reinforcement yeah right. you don't have yeah. the
2: person who's willing to nurture the thing that you have
4: everybody this happens with comics a lot but i think it happens with athletes a lot too anytime you hear like a comic on let's say mark Maron's podcast when you know they talk about the old days in boston or whatever mm-hmm. city that comic is from they all have the guy from back home that was funnier than everyone's story right. There's always a guy or several people who are like oh this guy he didn't make it but sometimes they don't make it because of their own issues addiction and you know mental health sometimes they start a family and they they can't move to LA or whatever but they don't have the structure around them to, to take that next step A lot of athletes have the guy at the playground who was better than all of us yeah story and maybe he didn't have the structure he didn't have the right, right. coaching. Didn't have the right people in his life. And so that door wasn't open, even though he's got the talent. So you have to have the talent and the situation in life. And that's luck. To exploit that talent. That's just luck. Yeah.
2: Pure blind luck. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're black, a lot of living is luck. (laughs) It's just luck. Where are you born? What situation you're born into? And you just got
1: to, I don't know, for a lot of us, I think we just culturally, we learn how to make a way out of no way yeah it's just that's yeah. what you have to do well, that I mean, guy
2: selling drugs that was his making away i don't know
1: yeah right. and i mean it's and i'm we not did, even saying
2: it's right it's just what it was
1: it is what it is So you know i think for a lot of us especially like as individuals and community because i mean i look at things that i thought we were doing just for fun like when we have a black block parties mm-hmm. block parties just weren't for fun we did that because one person bought a pack of hot dogs somebody else bought some chicken right. potato chips yeah whatever and for a lot of folks, that was the only time they really got to have a full meal during the week. Right. And take a yeah. plate home. Yeah. Right. And um, and you know, that was the way we celebrated community, each other. Right. That's how we stuck together and then gentrification started happening. So all these years we have been having block parties and stuff, and now on a Saturday when we're having block parties that usually go up to nine, ten o'clock, at six thirty the cops are coming shutting it down. Right. Yep. Right. What is this? Yeah. And
2: that's the thing of you make a way out of nothing, that's the character. Mahershala's character in Moonlight.
1: Oh my God, which I thought was a who great Who was film. the
2: greatest, who was a good man mm-hmm. in a, a bad situation. <laughs> I
4: think <laughs> that's on demand. I gotta watch it. He's just a good you man. You have seen Moonlight yet? I have seen Moonlight. I, seen Moonlight. I just did, saw Get Out like two weeks ago. He
2: was a good man who sold drugs. <laughs> sold death.
4: You're spoiling it
2: who for me. Who knew he sold drugs. And <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> and knew he sold death. Mm. But he was still a good man. He was the only Just man who was caring. But this is what I was here for me, so this is what I did. To provide for his, to provide for his family. And it was the the thing he had to do. And he and he's the moral linchpin of the movie. He's the moral linchpin of this
1: movie. In that movie.
2: Yeah, he's the good. He's the good. He's the representation of what is good in life. Then
4: you've got the other layers too for like a guy like Des Bryant who uh, who maybe has friends who sell drugs or have sold drugs and you know do whatever they gotta do and then now that weed is becoming more legalized mm. now other people are swooping in and making millions millions or billions eventually mm. off of this thing that people are ostracized for having done on a small scale there these businessmen are doing the same thing this is how i support myself and my family and it's legal in colorado and a couple other places so i'm going to swoop in and do this thing that was morally wrong when the guy in the corner did it and i'm going to make millions off of it and that guy in the corner is risking jail time so a lot of that again is situational Mm -hmm. if you're you know if you work for you know a big pharmaceutical company you're a drug dealer you're uh, you're dealing a drug, especially painkillers, that's causing more addiction problems than most oh, no. street drugs, and it's okay. So you're in a situation where you're the the right drug dealer, and then as Bryant's friend is he's like, tisk tisk, why I, I, he shouldn't have done that? If only there were better opportunities. Like, well, really, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Here, you know?
2: He he asked later, real question: What is wrong with me? It's sophisticated and black. Why do we associate those who choose the straight and arrows as not being black enough? Why was it that I was the first example of of success to my friend? All right, so what is wrong with being sophisticated and black? Nothing. No. You know, Des Brian is
1: a beautiful thing to be sophisticated and black.
2: Well, Des Bryant is country yeah how many sophisticated people does he know not shitting on country oh, because
1: i'm from be the country honest, and i like being so, it's, i mean that's you know. being sophisticated and educated and a gentleman like that's right. the way of the south yeah but, but there, you do got some people dead. from down there who ignorant though like yeah, who exactly. like to be ignorant they'll
4: accuse you of acting white
1: yeah, exactly. You know, like, and he maybe his that's been thrown in his face. A but little yeah. when you say acting white, usually yeah. that just means you think you're better than me. You think just yeah. because right. you're educated, and yeah, you, yeah, you're better than me. You, you found can a be way
2: educated and, and still be down, right? Hell yeah, <laughs> you Tupac know, is it, a prime example. It happens. Jeez.
4: So who who is he talking to? He's yeah. talking to maybe the people that are back home when he goes back home. Right? Like, oh, you think you're better than me, essentially, to him, because now you're acting this way, right? He's and he's saying, no, I'm sophisticated. So. Is that uh, Is that a tweet for the masses, or is that like a little subtweet yeah. for the dudes? Why back do we home?
2: associate those who choose a straight and narrow as not being black enough? Yeah. Why was it that I was the first one of my the first example of success to my friends? Probably because you're the first and only person of your friends who knew that hit the genetic lottery and was in a position to capitalize on it. That would right. probably be my guess. You were the first one. And
4: he's from a depressed
2: area. Right. There's no education there. There's no, there's that's no a good question to
4: ask. Now. Why? I mean, yeah. that's, that's, there's no role. No, he, he grew yeah. up in an area where he's saying, why am I the first person yeah. successful yeah. that my
2: dad that's, so that's a societal question. Right. You know, that's a, which, which, by the way, is what Shannon Sharp said. Yeah. Shannon Sharp said the exact same thing. It was like, this place that you come from, there's not, these opportunities aren't there.
1: Right, These right. people aren't there. One situation to, that, then this have is. This,
2: you have this ability.
1: Right, well this is not directly related but it is a byproduct of a lot of our circumstances. As I know for me, is I know a lot of black and Latino, Latina, Latinx, all that stuff. <laughs> um, moms in particular, like because sometimes the dads leave or sometimes the dads will die. Yeah. Young or whatever. I know this for a lot of us, especially like the the boys in the family, we become like the surrogate husbands for our yeah, parents, which, which is, is very stressful. Yeah, it's too yeah. much to put on yeah. a child. Yeah, you gotta grow up yeah. quick. You gotta grow up quick. And then even as adults, it's like, you know, like if a parent, especially like a mom needs something, it's like they beat you up because you're yeah. not like there to, you know, um,
4: it's way too present the emotionally
1: the right in, in in the in the way like i guess a husband or a partner or something like that should be
4: and you don't get to be a kid and grow at your own pace it's, you know we talked i guess we were talking between podcasts about child stars who often have to grow up and support their families mm-hmm. and you know the families kind of rely on them for things that you shouldn't rely on children for it's kind of like that it scars you Mm-hmm. It gives you, uh, it, it warps your perception, it changes you, and then you have people in your life making demands on you that you shouldn't be filling, You know, even if you're 20 at that point, 25 yeah. at that point, you have adults in your life. And the problem with all that is no one can choose, especially as a child, you can't choose the adults in your life. Right. You can't choose what they did to you or for you or how they acted, and so you're stuck. You really can't, there's nothing you can do about it, so you grow up and you have issues. Mm-hmm. you know and that's just the way it goes and that's where the depressed area where everyone sometimes has that the same issues and so a guy like Des brian is like he needs to have i guess maybe more empathy toward you know when that when someone says to him you're you think you're better than me or you're acting white or whatever they say to him you're, you're trying to be all sophisticated look at why they're thinking that what happened to them in yeah. their lives that that has them throwing darts at you, the successful one out of their community. Mm-hmm. Right. There might be some other shit going on. They're dumping their anger out on you, but it came oh, from something a, else. There is other yeah. shit. Yeah. A lot yeah. of unresolved issues. Where does it come from, from and, and why?
2: Yeah. You don't have anybody with no letters behind your name that you can go talk to about it.
4: But what he's right. saying is uh, just put your problems in the past and move forward. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not slavery, is one part of your past. Your own childhood is a more immediate well, part. Yeah. So what he's saying is just forget about that move forward, which is that classic like yeah. uh I got over it. So I got over it,
2: so you do. Well it's insulting. But
4: he he <laughs> needs to like maybe empathize with okay, I'm the target of the, of this, whatever happened right. was said to him that's prompted this. But I wasn't really the impetus for it. It's some yeah. other shit that people dumped out on me. Why is that happening?
2: Why? And how do I help these people? Yeah. <laughs> how can I help? The, how can I help the community that I'm a part of? Mm-hmm. How do I help them? Can I help them? Should I help them? You clearly think you should because you're writing this. Right, right. So you should probably take some more steps ahead. Yeah, but his help is doing.
4: kind of that. Just get over it. Yeah, just get over it and move the uh, fuck out
2: of here. <laughs> respectability <laughs> politics, man. Pull your pants up. That's come on, man.
1: Yeah, that's respectability, which I don't come give a on, damn man. about. those yeah. either. Yeah.
2: What's our time, Andy?
1: We are at
4: just, we're 48 minutes right oh, now. Oh, shit. Yeah. We Let's got to start bring this home. Yeah. This, be a <laughs> this was
2: a good podcast. These were two really good podcasts. Yeah, we had some very good, good conversations. Which I knew they would be. Yeah. <laughs> I knew they would be. I want to thank Samson McCormick for sitting in with us. Sam, you are welcome anytime you're in town. Definitely. Anytime Until,
1: you're in town. And Tim is off. With daddy cape on, yeah, he's, he's he's his uh, stays on his daughter daddy takes Trump. up a lot of his time. Yeah. <laughs> And Tim and we done grown all up on us. He yeah. done grown all up on yeah. us.
2: Yeah, he's still the guys in the back of the club laughing when your joke bombs.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's, he's still, still that. Shady still like that. that, that guy. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny.
4: Yeah, that cackle, that Tim yeah. Miller cackle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's still that guy. <laughs> he that was still Tim.
2: He will still do that. Yeah. <laughs> he will still do that. And he pops in when he can. Yeah. <laughs> he pops in when he can. So listen, people, I want to thank you guys for coming in with us. You, Bob, be sure to give us. Let them know what you got. Let them know your
1: Yes, so please check out the site because we are paying rent on that bad boy. www.sampsoncomedy.com, S-A-M-P-S-O-N, comedy.com, Twitter, at Official Samson Official, S-A-M-P-S-O-N, and Instagram, Mr. Samson, M-I-S-T-E-R, samson m i s t r s a m p s o n. My Black Planet page is still, no, I'm just playing. (laughs) But I am on those things, and uh, check them out.
2: Yeah, get out of myself. I'll be opening for Rick Younger in May uh, 19th and 20th at the D.C. Draft House. Mr. Rick Younger, amazing comic. I'll be at Magoobies in Baltimore May 4th, 5th, and 6th. Come see me at that. May 4th, 5th, and 6th. i I'm doing It's a right around the corner. May right th- around the corner, yeah. Two, 3rd, weeks, two weeks
4: off. Uh, the, the Wednesday before that, May 3rd, I'll be at the D.C. Draft House on Martin Amini's new show. Stacked lineup. Uh, I'm, I'm going between Rollo Boykin's and and Kaysan Wilson. Good show. Well, that's how the show closes. <laughs> Rollo, me, Kaysan. That's a good show. Dylan Myers. on. There's a lot of comics on it. That's it's a, a good show. A good night. Uh, my CD will be out Tuesday, April 25th. The pre-sale is, is on right now on iTunes. It's called Vintage. Uh, you should be able to find it if you Google it, but I'll have all the links on my Twitter and everything. Yeah. So if you can't find it, look for me on social media mm-hmm. and buy it. Or you could stream it. I, t- I did Chris Lambert's podcast the other night. and oh, did you? Uh, Yeah, it's not oh, out good. yet. But yeah. I said, you know, if you want me to make a few dollars – you can buy it on CD Baby. If you want me to make a couple dollars, you can buy it on Amazon or iTunes. If you want me to make fractions of a penny, yeah. you can stream it yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. But I that's still, totally still up to you. I still get
2: those checks. That, that little They send me that yeah. little thing. Here's what you made, 32 cents. Yeah. Like, it's so I, completely I that up
4: to much? you if you well, want listen, to. It's yeah. the Pipco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did I still make that? Thanks so much, people, for coming in with us. And thanks to anybody who came and saw me at the, uh, at the uh, DC Lounge that was a sold out show and it was great we Improv. had a great time speaking yeah. of Kason he was on it too we had a great show it's a killer JL Kovan was on it It was that was a good show anybody who came and sat in that saw a great show we had yeah. a great time so thanks so much people and come on back with us we'll be here for you guys I am Randolph Terrence
4: I'm Andy Klein who else? and I am
1: Samson oh, man.
2: the sexy Samson <laughs> <laughs> and we are three guys on and we are out